Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Bill and Ted Face the Music. Directed by Dean Parasot and written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, Bill and Ted Face the Music is the third film in the Bill and Ted series and the sequel to Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey from 91. The movie is out in cinemas and available on premium VOD depending on your territory. But if you haven't watched Bill and Ted Face the Music yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves reprise their roles as Bill and Ted after 29 years in a movie that explores the character's destiny to write a song that will unite humanity. Luke, you have the plot. The ruler of the future tells best friends Bill and Ted they must compose a new song to save life as we know it. But instead of writing it, they decide to travel through time to steal it from their older selves. Meanwhile, their daughters, played by Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne, devise their own musical scheme to help their fathers bring harmony to the universe. So here we are, a third film um, after after 29 years. It's been a while. Where do you stand with Bill and Ted? I know you did uh, a couple Sounds Like Comics episodes on them. Are you a huge fan? I was under the impression you were. No. okay (laughs) listen that's the blunt answer do do i like the franchise as a series then then yes and i don't want to get into it here i've done it on sounds like you've done it you've done it but no i'm not big fan i'm not a big fan of these characters and i've liked the characters over the years and i'd seen them um when the movies have been on tv but it wasn't until recently for that podcast that I went back and did a full rewatch. Okay. And I did Excellent Adventure again as recent as a couple of nights ago. What about yourself? I'm not like a major like fan where I'm like, yeah, like this is amazing. So, you know, my excitement for this movie wasn't like over the top or anything that, you know, that enthusiastic about it. But I've seen the movies. I do like that first one. There's some qualities of it and of these characters that you know there's a charm to it and i'm like cool i i understand what the movie is and what the movie's trying to do bogus journey i really struggled with um and i i actually really don't like it it's a movie i'm like i i, I don't know i feel like they just sort of dropped the dropped the ball a bit it just went more goofy and i don't know i just feel like it was a departure from that first movie but you know i was i was still like i'm gonna check this one out with um much enthusiasm as I could muster, you know. I, you know, I like I like the franchise, but I'm not in love with it. You know, you know, our schedules didn't line up. My guest co-host on the Bill and Ted episodes, Nathan, we're going to look at watching this third movie together. But unfortunately, again, our schedules didn't line up. So instead, so I could review it in time for this podcast. I went by myself in my <laughs> screening to other people. Friday night, <laughs> 7.30. Where's the audience? Is this movie too late? I mean, I mean we, we've questioned this with a few, you know, movies that have sort of come back many years later. But, I mean, 29 years. And I know with these, I mean, with these two characters in particular, you know, like the way their characters were designed when they were younger, you know, it was fitting, you know. They were slack. They were, you know, of a pretty much a one state mind but you know they always meant well 
but it was it was possible because you know they were young so there was something to learn but they always had this destiny where it's like they were to achieve something from that sort of um i guess the flaws in their in their personalities in their personas but to see you know counter reason alex winter sort of come back now after all these years and reprise these roles but essentially slip into the shoes as if the characters haven't changed even the slightest at first at first it was a bit of a struggle i was like it's just it's just kind of sad now but you know about a third a third into the movie i was like it doesn't matter it's what these characters are it's what these movies are and then i just buckled in for the ride yeah and just went with it so i, I mean, that passed I, for me i find the characters both endearing and annoying <laughs> which, which <laughs> I, think is, I guess is why i've struggled with those yeah. you know, movies over the years the annoying part but with them being endearing and both actors winter and reeves just playing them so earnest you're right. You do. You buy into it. Alex Winter, yeah. outside of Bill and Ted, The Lost Boys, I can't tell you anything else I've seen him in. So I got nothing. Him, <laughs> having him back as Bill, for me, he looks just like Bill. Keanu yeah. Reeves, on the other hand, he looks like John Wick without a beard. It's really Which is hard. A, it's a disturbing visual. <laughs> yeah, but more so than that, and I. We don't normally sort of fashion when we're reviewing a movie. <laughs> but did, did Ted's shirt fit? Or was it intentionally supposed to be too small for him? I thought it was really... Wasn't it really big? No. Something about short. it looked no. off. No, no, no. Go was back. It short, was it? Yes. Do I have to? Short. <laughs> Honestly, it's that short that if you're tucking that shirt in, it's going to come out. It's not going to stay tucked in. It just seemed short to me. <laughs> okay, right. But anyway, the actors coming back after 29 years is more a more interesting conversation than Ted the, with With these movies, you know, like, you know, there's, there's been the, obviously the time travel element, the historical stuff, um, and then, you know, that whole future, their destiny thing. There's a moment in time that they they achieve something. And in those first two movies, obviously, we never saw that happen. So the, the idea, the basic premise of this movie addressing that, that I liked. I was like, okay, cool. The whole, I guess, issue, the, the plot, the conflict is that they haven't yet done that. And I guess they're running out of time. Yeah, that's a good but, point. Yeah, in this movie, we do get some resolution that first started an excellent adventure because by experience with these characters, now I'm talking not just those first two movies, the comic books, the animated series, there's always something more expected of them because I guess they, what they can't do is get to that end point because then Bill and Ted's over and now they've done it with this movie. But they've been able to end the story. So whenever we've revisited them over the years, where again, film, TV, comics, there's always another hurdle stopping them from achieving greatness. But you're right, this movie does gives gives us that closure and i mean it's yeah and it's good that we get that and like you know when we do get to the end of the film and i know i'm jumping way ahead but it's like i thought it was pretty epic i was like you know we're at the end of the road here and the finally the destiny has been fulfilled i'll just say that for now let's get back to (laughs) let's let's do this later let's let's you'll come back to it yeah we'll we'll come back to it let's talk about 
the other elements like the daughters. So Mara Weaving is Theodora Thea Preston, of course, um, Bill's daughter. Um, and Bridget Lundy Payne plays Wilhelmina Billy Logan, who is, of course, Ted's daughter. The idea yes. is that Ted named his daughter Bill and Bill yes. named his daughter Ted. That was the joke. I only just realised that <laughs> as I'm reading it. But at no point during the movie was I like, okay. <laughs> the fact that you were struggling with that told me you didn't get that also. But in the movie, I knew whose kid was whose, and that's all that mattered. Like, yeah, because they cast them well. One's blonde, Alex Winter. The other one's got short black hair. Keanu but I gotta say, I gotta say, what um, what Bridget Lundy Payne is doing as Ted's daughter is like she is just channeling and portraying almost a little bit too much. The not almost the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> The the Keanu Reeves Ted yeah. kind of uh, mannerisms, and I was mm. like, maybe it's a bit too much, almost for too me. comical. What Samara Weaving yeah. was doing was, I could see that like she could be Bill. There we go. She could be <laughs> Bill's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it be oh, as realistic as these movies sort of should be re- referred to as realistic. But this is the difference. Was... One of them is doing an impression. The other yeah. is taking aspects of right, that character. Yeah. That's and the big difference here. I just feel with Samara Weaving, it worked better. Yes. I agree. Then, I agree um, completely. Yeah. Just an impression. And yeah. This was my journey with the daughters. Red Flag, they're narrating the opening of the movie. And I'm like, oh shit, is this really a Bill and Ted movie? The pen drive, Preston Logan, I'm like, oh shit, do Bill and Ted not write the song, Is It The Daughters All Along? And then we get to the third act. And I said we weren't going to do this. I apologize. But when we've got the moment when Bill and Ted are like, no, they're saying, it's not us, it's you. I'm glad there was just two other people in the screening because I said, I think fairly loudly, and it was involuntary, fuck off. (laughs) It bothered me. So I mean, much that after all of this, I, it was that they were telling us in that moment that no, it's not Bill and Ted, it's their daughters. And listen, them having daughters is a whole other thing because the story of Bill and Ted, like they'd always had sons. They changed for this movie, no explanation, just go with it. But then when Bill and Ted are called to join the daughters, Jimi Hendrix, Mozart, and say, hey, we need to jam together. Now, these are your solos. I almost burst into tears with happiness. <laughs> I was so <laughs> happy. So that third act or that moment, I was, I was having so many waves of emotion. But I was worried about the daughters all along because I thought, are they trying to give us a backdoor spin-off with this movie? <laughs> but then they, they stuck the landing for me. I mean, for the most of what you said, I'm like, yeah, I'm there with you. However, from the trailer, I mean, ever since I I saw the premise of them having daughters, I was like, oh, okay, I'm pretty sure I know how this movie ends. And they're going to give it to the daughters as that's, they're the ones who end up fulfilling the destiny. But I kept that to myself. And then me and the wife, you know, when we went in, we we, sat down to watch this movie. And it was a case of, as soon as the movie started, she turned to me and was like, 
I reckon the daughters. So both of us, both of us had the prediction. So when mm. it came time to the reveal, we were like, oh, wow, what a shock. Like we weren't, we weren't shocked at all. We, but I then, mean, we knew. But then the reveal is that it was Bill and Ted, though. That's what pulled it back and saved it for me. Because the voice I mean, over they, the pen drive, them getting everyone together, them being told, it's not us, it was you. And then they got everything to a point. They got everyone's attention. They got the musicians. But it wasn't until Bill and Ted stepped up. Yeah, and they were doing their, like... Yes. What were they doing? Their universal time-travelling, existing at one time thing? Multiverse. They were like... Yes, it just went time and space. It was no longer just time. For the first time in this movie, it's introduced, or in the films at least, that it was going to be time and space. But again, that was the saving grace. If they hadn't called Bill and Ted back up onto stage and brought them into the fold and it had just been the daughters we might not even be talking about it today because I'd have been that annoyed I thought nope you would have been like just gonna have to remove the movie on the schedule (laughs) we are not reviewing it but no honestly that was the right choice I like that the daughters were involved but again voiceover pen drive and then when they were setting up that finale I was I was worried, and that's why I yelled yeah. "fuck off" in the cinema. Not something I typically do. No, but even yeah, like even with with them going with the you know the daughters having their involvement in such a high capacity, they yeah, like you said, they had they did it in such a way that Bill and Ted were still involved and still played a key factor, if not a very major factor, in how it happened and all that. But essentially, I mean, with the daughters, what we do get, I mean, Bill and Ted are going on. Of this, like, I'm trying not to say adventure or journey. They're going on this thing, <laughs> this trip to to try and steal, you know, the song from themselves. And they're doing that thing. But what we're getting with the daughters is essentially going back to excellent adventure. They're having yeah. their own excellent adventure, and they're gathering up these historical figures, much like that first movie. So it's a callback to that, to that callback they're, slash they're, rehash. But yeah. Yeah, doing yeah, but it's it's just musicians this time, so it's like, <laughs> but there's you know they're doing that and you know, and then we get the callbacks to you know Bogus Journey where they go to hell again and the Grim Reapers there or Death or whatever you want to call them and you know, so I mean they're they're treading on enough ground of what they've done before, but kind of doing it in a in a roundabout good way. And again, the payoff is that end where I was just like, it's so epic. I was like, this, I'm, I'm fairly satisfied. And I didn't think I would be. I thought I would just be eye-rolling for the majority of the movie. I didn't, I, know, I didn't know your thoughts on Bogus Journey. Like, again, you know, I've always enjoyed that movie. The character of Death is one that I've always enjoyed. There's some great visuals in there. And yeah, I've always liked Bogus Journey. And I think with these three movies, they've, they've managed to put together a really enjoyable trilogy. Like if this is Bill and Ted, excellent, bogus and face the music, they've done a really good job of like, and and again, like just tying up the story from that first film. We should probably talk about, and you know, unfortunately I'm blanking on his name. Is it going to come to me or am I going to see it in the notes? I cannot see it in the notes. I'm talking about the killer robot. His Dennis middle name is Caleb McCoy. <laughs> All I could remember is middle name is Caleb. He was a fun character at first. You know, he's introduced as a killer robot. And 
I'd stayed away from a lot of the trailers. I was trying to go in as dark as possible. And then when he's this robot with a conscience <laughs> named... Oh, he's got, like, Dennis anxiety. Caleb and, like... <laughs> McCoy. Like, he's a really fun character. And I guess yeah, he, him being there, it makes death look a little bit cooler than they looked <laughs> at him to be in Bogus Journey. Yeah, yeah. Dennis... What a great addition, because honestly, first seeing him just in, you know, promos, I'm like, oh, I'm not too sure about this, but as a character, big fan. I thought it was good. Well, because I thought he was just going to be a, a killer robot, you know, like a, a Terminator-type spoof thing. But yeah, no, then with his anxiety, with his just very self-conscious about everything, a standout little addition. Yeah, like a really character. interesting just, character. And we've seen... We've seen the actor before, Anthony Carrigan. He was Victor Zaz in Gotham. <laughs> that's my go-to with him as well. I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. I looked him up. I was like, who is he? Because I'm like, he must be someone behind that mask. Like, yeah, I, mean, I knew, I knew beforehand. Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember hearing when he first got cast. But yeah, he oh, okay. was, he was good. We've got Hal Landon Jr. back as Captain Jonathan Logan, and it's yes. And not only is it the same guy. He's old. He's so old in this. He looks way past retirement age. But listen, so glad that he's back and in this. And again, like closure. Like, because he always believed that your wives aren't medieval princesses. You didn't travel through time. You didn't go to hell. In this movie, it's like, wow, it's all true. And I'm going to stand by you. And I was wrong about you, son. And then Bill chimes in. He's like, not you, Bill. I'm just talking to Ted, <laughs> which was a funny moment. But yeah, it was it was good. I want to I want to put a sell point on on that on that there. Um, so the dad that goes to hell is is a slightly future dad version. He's a he's from a couple years later because it's Bill and Ted are traveling in time. You know, they're Whoa, bouncing. You are right. So he's he's a slightly future dad version who has that revelation makes peace with ted and then i guess he goes back with them to the like the original present if that makes Which sense would mean he's there's two of him i didn't think I of that know. that is i gotta yeah. say i gotta say i know we did our tenant review and remember how i said the time traveling stuff in that didn't confuse me at the slightest i had other issues but not the time travel st- this movie the time travel stuff I was like, this makes no sense. Again, comedy, I just went with it. It's not important, but this has more convoluted time-travelling elements and things that don't make sense or whatever than than anything I've ever seen before. Bill and Ted has always been free and (laughs) loose. (laughs) Exactly. So it's not important, but I just want to point out it makes no sense, so don't try and work it out because I couldn't do it. Let's talk about Missy. In that first film, Missy is married to Bill's dad. And then in Bogus Journey, is married to Ted's dad. And now in this movie, Missy is married to Ted's brother, Deacon. He seems (laughs) to get off on the fact that Missy was previously with his father, which is a whole other conversation. I mean, in Bogus Journey, I mean, Bill makes the joke like, well, maybe, you know, to Ted, or maybe you could get with her next. Or oh, in fact, the closing credits of Bogus Journey, she gets with the villain of that movie. Oh. Dolomos. <laughs> oh, she yeah, ends up with right. him. 
Yeah, so Missy has always been a bit free and loose, I think. But she's in this, so it's always good to have Missy <laughs> back. And then, yeah, gets married to the Deacon. Is that the um, same actress, though? I don't or know if it is, to be honest. I'd, I'd like to have, yeah, if I'd have, in hindsight, I mean, I'd have looked it up. I mean, obviously, you know, like they, they brought back um, Hal Landon Jr. for, um, you know, the dad, uh, William Sadler as the Grim Reaper. Um, they recast, though, the wives, the princesses. Uh, Jamer Mays is Princess Joanna Preston, so Bill's wife. And Erin Hayes is, a, is Princess Elizabeth Logan, Ted's wife. And they had their own little excellent adventure as well. Being, yeah, these, uh, yeah. <laughs> bogus journey. But these are two actresses that I've seen on TV. Uh, Evan Hayes, the last time I saw her, she was in the first season of Kevin Can Wait, the Kevin James sitcom. And they killed her off. and She didn't come back for season two. <laughs> so it's good to see her back here. I really liked her in that show. And here she is, yeah, playing one of the princesses. And they have some pretty good gags there's the uh, the marriage counselor there's yeah. some jokes there what's um, that Gillian bell is the uh yeah she's pretty fun in this and... she's pretty fun in this yeah there's a small few, role, but, you know. well i think there's a few people popping up in small roles because maybe they are fans of bill and ted like another one is Kristen scarl oh playing the daughter of rufus so when when that was revealed in the movie it's like oh, of course she is this is a movie about the characters we met in Excellent Adventure and their daughters. <laughs> of course, yeah. she's his daughter. And I really liked the, the, the nod to, to George Carlin as Rufus, where they had him in the original phone box and it was a hologram yeah. and you got a bit of dialogue from him. Because going back and watching those first two Bill and Ted movies, he's hardly in Bogus Journey, but in Excellent Adventure... He's so good in that role. Oh, it's essentially like a trio that, you know, like that movie, it's the three of them. He's, he's a key player. Um, it's just unfortunate, yeah, obviously with his passing that, you know, obviously he, wouldn't, he couldn't feature in this movie, but they found a way to involve him in some way, which is, which is good. But again, it's that tricky thing with, you know, like you're dealing with a plot device of time travel um, and obviously a character in the universe, in the story, the character has passed away, but there would have been a time where he's still alive and kicking. So, so what would you have liked to have seen somebody else play Rufus? Or I mean, no, no. What they did was the right thing. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, mean, I heard that they were going to do something regarding Carlin, and yeah, and I thought what they did was perfect. No, it was it was, it was wonderful. Having this movie come out, obviously, in 2020, it's a modern movie. We're getting, you know, some doped up special effects. I mean, they're not like Oscar worthy, like, wow, this is the greatest thing we've ever, the greatest visuals we've ever seen. But compared to those movies from, you know, the 80s and 90s there, I mean, it's pretty, you know, when they go to the future, it's like, I wanted one of them to just be like, wow, the future looks a lot, you know. Doped up than we last remember. Think back to Excellent Adventure. It was essentially a cave <laughs> with, <laughs> with, you know, you had three people hovering, and then, you know, other people from the future came out in costumes that they looked as though they made them themselves. It was a but tiny <laughs> amphitheater with, with yeah, some, yeah. But yes, yeah, so that was the good thing. They've come a long way, but they echo the dialogue 
like word for word. Like, so when they first go to the future in that first one, and Bill says, be excellent to each other, then Ted goes, party on dudes. Party on dudes, yeah. And then everyone's impressed. <laughs> this time, though, not so much, because the world's going to shit. Or the future, and all of time and space <laughs> is going down the toilet. And the great leader has no faith in Bill and Ted at all. And she's the one that sends the robot. Yeah, like she believes that the their deaths are actually what is what they're wait, what they're waiting for, and that'll save the universe. Um, but Holland Taylor in that role, you know, fine performance from her. Obviously, it, it drives it. Um, yeah, yeah works then, as, a, as a semi-villain of sorts. <laughs> and then Kelly, a daughter, she's like, you could just call yourself the leader. You don't have to call yourself the great leader. It was fun. I thought she was good in the role. Well, yeah, like she'll she'll usually pretty much delivers every time she's on screen doing something. But like here, where she's just like, like I know my mom's not going to kill me. And then you know they open the garage door and there's the robot, and the robot kills them all. And she's like, my mom did it. She killed me. <laughs> it, there's good moments. There's some good. Oh, moments. there's definitely good moments and interesting moments as well, where the great leaders saying that over the years people have misinterpreted the ancient texts and she believes that her ex-husband or deceased husband Rufus misinterpreted the text and he was wrong all along so she's not necessarily a villain <laughs> I guess she's she's doing bad things so maybe you can see see her as a villain but she's doing <laughs> what she thinks is right to save everyone and she oh believes, she's trying to save the universe she's not she trying to destroy it <laughs> what Rufus did was wrong and Kelly in a way, leaves in her dad. In a way, she's right. I mean, there was a slight misinterpretation to the text, which I guess we've already addressed. Um, you know, with the daughters obviously being the the ones orchestrating the the song yeah, and all that kind again, of stuff. Like the saving grace for me, it it was still it was still Bill and Ted that united everybody. But then again, technically, I mean, they are Bill and Ted also. That's right. That's, that's, yeah. that's right. I mean, comedy. I mean, this is definitely comedy. We've talked about, you know, obviously it's silly, bonkers. The tones there. I think it's in line with what the first two movies were were kind of doing, and I guess where the comedy went to. Um, like I said, at first it was a struggle because the characters have aged so much, and it was teetering on being a little bit sad now. But yes, I think one, they yeah. managed to. I just kind of bought it as I went along so I just you know I think the comedy worked yeah yeah me too I mean did it it's a comedy did it make you laugh well it did make me laugh so that's it, it, yeah 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 for sure um not laughed out loud not everything's yeah. landed and, and stuck but bits that did worked like there were there were moments you've, you've got to look at the lead actors Bill and Ted so you got Alex Winter and again I know it he does a lot of TV work as a director. But you don't see him films like you do Keanu Reeves. So I would have thought out of the two, he would have had more, he would have been more on board with the idea of coming back and doing another movie than Keanu Reeves, because Keanu Reeves has still got a successful film career. So on one hand, you've got Alex Winter, and whenever he is on screen, 
for me, he's putting everything into it. Yeah. He's happy to yeah. be there. He's going he's gonna to throw everything into his performance to make it work. Keanu Reeves, for the most part, it, uh, I love that they're back. I really do. And together, they're excellent, should I say. <laughs> but yeah. I just, excellent. Knowing that, I just think what we're getting from Reeves in this film isn't what we got from him playing the character previously. But then also with the knowledge that as an actor, Reeves doesn't necessarily need this film. So you know he's doing it for the right reasons. I just think it's a bit disjointed by the, the performances that we're getting. But you know that they're both there because they want to be there. Does that make sense? Yeah. And look, I, I always, I've always heard like the greatest things about Keanu Reeves being just like such a genuine person and stuff. And I reckon he he just won't ever forget his roots and you know what gave him you know some of his big breaks and i think i think he looks back on the bill and ted movies as a big part of his career and you know where where he started and stuff like that so i reckon yeah for for him to be like yeah let's do a third one let's go back and let's revisit that role let's um let's give it a big finale and obviously what he you know what the writers and stuff had put forward for him he was like nah this is going to be something pretty worthy of it so i reckon yeah he was genuinely putting in he wasn't just phoning it he was putting in a, in a, a good day's work so and yeah yeah again, yeah okay so your what? question yeah i find <laughs> it funny and I, I don't i don't know it's just that's what i was thinking as as i was watching the movie it's but again like you know i said before that i don't know on screen alex winter from anything other than bill and ted and the lost boys yeah. Whereas Keanu Reeves comes with all this other baggage of like other things that he's done. But you're right though, like he's you know, he is doing this for for the right reasons. It just it feel it seems like Alex Winter never was never out of that Bill headspace. So it's as if he's oh, okay. Bill. Yeah. Whereas Reeves, I'd say, okay, so you know, I've played all these characters. Uh, Neo and <laughs> all these characters <laughs> and now okay I'm going to go back and I'm going to be Ted again you know interestingly some footage uh, got uploaded the other day and it was the original audition tape and it's a bit of a head spin because they are auditioning together but they are auditioning for each other's parts oh yeah so Keanu is Bill and Alex is Ted and it's a bit but of a I head mean... spin I mean, were the characters really written any differently, I guess? But I guess it's just... Like, on the page? The performances that they're giving in that audition are similar. But it's just hearing, like, Keanu Reeves refer to Alex Winter as Ted. It's just a bit... Oh, I guess. Because that's, like, they're literally the other characters. That would be confusing. Um, Before we wrap up, let's talk about the the post-credit scene, which... I didn't expect there to be one, but I thought, hey, let's just check it out and see if there's something. And I was like, holy shit, there's, there's, there's a stinger at the end. During the movie, we're introduced to a uh, very distant future, uh, Bill and Ted, old guys uh, sharing, I guess they're sharing accommodation and like a retirement village of some sort. But we revisit these guys in the post credit scene. Uh, they check on each other, whether or not they're dead yet. 
and they're like, there's one last thing they got to do, and they, they, uh, I guess, what are the what, what are the kids kids say? They they rock out. They they jam. A, they jam. They have a jam <laughs> session. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hard for me. Are you like twenty nine? You're a kid. You're yeah. a child. Exactly. I didn't know about that post credit scene, and that's why I left the cinema. It wasn't until the following day when I got a message from you. Hey, did you see the post credit scene? Fortunately, mm. there's a HD clip on YouTube, and I got to. Oh, watch. lucky! Yeah, I got to watch. It's it fun. Now. I thought it was nice. Um, you just you just pointed out my age, and I just wanted to only purely because we're posting this on on a, on Friday, correct? Yes, today's correct. my birthday, so now I'm now I'm thirty. Is it honestly your birthday today? Well, on Friday. Oh, right, listen to the say, oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd have listened to what you actually said, I would have. I'd have That's fine. Thank to, you for saying it. Like, no, I, I thought that you were calling <laughs> me out in front, in, not in front, but all the listeners that I didn't congratulate you on your birthday. Mate, Facebook would have told you you're okay. You That's okay. After. We'll always have Facebook. Um, yeah, no, it was a fun <laughs> clip to put at the end. They were old. We should say though, like we'd seen in the trailers that we're getting different versions of Bill and Ted. And one of the versions, they're in prison and they're muscular, wearing those big muscle suits. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was always going to be like a different version where what we're getting is the same Bill and Ted getting older, but trying to get revenge on younger Bill and Ted for losing their wives. So that was yeah. an interesting element that I didn't know was going to be I think it was them until we got to like the super old ones because it yeah, was yeah. Then like, you got to think they're different because we got because we got the ones playing at that random like pub or whatever it was, and you know, and, and then, then they tried to run that, away. They were British, but it's and they said no, we've got these accents because they'd spent time in medieval yeah. England. But actually, really, it was still. Dave Grohl's house. We got a Dave Grohl camera. Oh, we did, yeah. Really cool. But again, it was it was still that Bill and Ted from that pub that they had seen, and then but they were under they were trying to con them. So it's almost like. And then the cops rocked up, so they got arrested. So they were in prison the next time we saw them. But then the next time we saw them, it was old dudes. So when you get them playing the song uniting everyone, it's as if the old versions are them. Yeah, yeah, and not the the bad versions. Like I said, the time <laughs> travel doesn't make sense. There's you know, a multiverse element here, but whatever. <laughs> three films, but this franchise does have a habit of repeating itself. And we've we've had evil Bill and Ted before the robots in Bobus Journey. So the fact that we're going to have in this third movie Bill and Ted going against our heroes. You kind of should have seen it coming. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> hey, look, at least we didn't get doubles of the daughters. Like, one set was enough. One set was enough. All right, let's, um, let's do our rating for Bill and Ted Face the Music. I was having the hard <laughs> part at times. I think, I think the struggles I were having, we've called them out on the podcast that a lot of people are going to have. You need to get past the fact that Bill and Ted are a lot older now. And you're yeah. watching them. Um, the daughters I did like, but again, it was a bit of a an emotional emotional roller coaster because <laughs> I thought, are they grabbing hold of the franchise and leaving OG Bill and Ted behind? But that didn't <laughs> end up being the case. I got to the end of the movie, and 
listen, this movie for me was very hit and miss. But when it hit, it really hit. And there's so much to enjoy here. And the message of Bill and Ted, that's always been there since Excellent Adventure. We've said it here already. Be excellent to each other. And that's yeah. it. The message, and, and I told you, like, you know, get to that third act. And happiness and emotion and just almost in tears, but with, like, just, just happy feelings. And that's what this movie... I walked out of this film just feeling so uplifted and happy. For the most part, Bill and Ted are idiots. Come on, we all know this. They are. Yeah. But they always mean well. And all they want is to bring everybody together, no matter who you are, from what walk of life, just to be together and treat each other well. And that is essentially what the movie is saying. And with everything that's going on in the world right now, Put that to one side. Watch Bill and Ted face the music. And yeah. it's just, it's a lovely message. It really is. So, you, you know, you walk away, you know, just feeling good. I, you know, for that, I'm, I'm going to come in a lot higher than I've done in previous Bill and Ted movies. And it's purely the way the third act's made me feel. And I'm going to come in as high as a four. Four out of five. Wow. Wow. Four out of five. I can't do that. I can't do that. But <laughs> but that's, before, that's fair. Before the reveal with the daughters, and I yelled, fuck off, it wasn't a four. So it's, that, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the ending of the movie. And it's, and it's how it, it made me feel. So yeah. it is high, but I'm going to own it. Four out of five. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, I, I really mentioned that the... I mean... Hit and miss with with a lot of stuff in this, uh, with some of the jokes, some of the comedy, some of the story elements, some of just the things that were going on. It's, I mean, it's a bit of a roller coaster in terms of just enjoyment as well. But for the most part, overall, I did have fun with it, surprisingly, and I didn't think I would have this much fun with it. Going by the trailers, I was like, this doesn't look great. Um, and for the most part, like. When this movie started, I was I was probably lingering around a two, and then it went to a two point five, and then halfway through I was like, okay, we're sitting at a three, and then yeah, just by that, the, when the movie wraps up, I'm like, damn, three point five out of five is where I'm going to come in on. It's 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 fine. It's it's pretty it's pretty charming. It's you know it's a nice movie. It's silly fun. And like you said, with everything that's going on, if the takeaway is just be excellent to each other and party on, watch Bill and Ted face the music. Why not? It's not a long movie. It's uh, less than 90 minutes and you'll be having, you know, you have a, a slightly good time, then that's pretty good. All right. I've got a bit of trivia to wrap up, as we always do. Well, for the most part, as much as we can. Um, so George Carlin, who played Rufus in the first two films, um, if, you, if you didn't know, he did pass away in 2008. Um, Christian Scholl plays Kelly, the daughter of Rufus and the great leader. So the character's name is based on Kelly Carlin, who is George Carlin's daughter, um, basically in tribute to Carlin. So I thought that was a really nice touch. So actually his daughter's name which is cool. Um, Kelly Callan, so the real-life daughter 
of George Cullen also makes a cameo in Face the Music as one of Kelly's followers. So in the future scenes, you'll see her plodding around there. Love it. It's great. Great yes. bit of trivia. Good I trivia. didn't know that. Yes. It's... Nailed it. <laughs> it's good. It's good trivia. All right. I'm really proud of that one. I just thought that was good stuff um, that's it for our review of bill and ted face the music please go subscribe and download the this podcast on soundcloud and apple podcasts and please leave us a review it helps listeners just like you find the podcast we are on social media you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram as that film's due podcast and we also have our companion shows rewind and review and sounds like comics which each have their own facebook pages all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsviewpodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of The New Mutants. Sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at The Green Hornet. And Rewind and Review went back to 1995 to revisit Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Also, keep an eye out for our upcoming review, Becky. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from That Film Studio. See you soon.